I was an instructor with Zumba for almost nine years, and I just felt as though I wanted to be involved um, with something more faith-based. And so instead of just finding my own music and my own choreography, um, I wanted to be surrounded by a community who felt the same way. I got to teach Revelation Wellness classes for my friends that are in special needs classes. Um, I get to go to them um, in their own facilities or they come to me in a class that I have created for them. And it's just so nice to be able to talk about these things about identity and where our hope comes from with this group of people who might not even know that and might be told differently uh, by the world around them. I think my friends with special needs, um, they often go through the day feeling excluded. Uh, they, people might focus on their weaknesses, whether it's physical or social. And when we get to come together and have a Rev class, um, we are including everyone and they all know that they are a child of God and that they are loved and valued. And so when, once we put that into motion, it just brings it about in a new way that, um, that just being in a, a classroom or just sitting there telling them that they're loved is so much different once you put in the movement, which most of them love to do anyways. And it's just so good for our brains and our hearts and our bodies. So you get to put it all in together. Um, so we're bringing the body and the spirit into one experience. There's so much support. So if you wanted to teach um, a class with people with special needs, there are other people in the family who are doing that as well, so we can bounce ideas off of each other. But if you want to have, say, a meetup, those, those um, materials are available to you. If you wanted to do a Bible study of some sort, those are available to you. Uh, it's so easy to access things to reach all different types of populations. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton and you just heard a testimony from Heather, a fellow fitness teacher, gospel preacher, imploring you, encouraging you that if you have even thought about instructor training, today it is seven days out to get into the Monday class for Platoon 24. So let me ask you this question. Do you love fitness? Do you not love fitness and are learning how to have a healthier relationship with your body and fitness? And are these podcasts and the Word of God getting into you and changing you and affecting you in a way you never thought possible or surprisingly new? If you said yes to those questions, I am telling you, do not wait. You are called. You know, sometimes we are called, every call has a purpose, but lots of calls can be very personal. And this is a personal call for you. The Lord wants to get you free so that you stay free and set others free. And that's what we do in instructor training. Nine weeks online and then a five-day intensive together in person. And that is really where it all comes together. So do not let fear steal this from you. Not one more day. You gotta just take a deep breath, inhale, and exhale, and step into it. Just as you put on your shoes and go for this walk or this run or whatever you do, you know that obedience brings blessing. So come on and get in. Seven days till the Monday class launches. If you're thinking about the Thursday class, then you got a little more time. All right, you know, now you know. Swipe up on the show notes, download a packet. If you've downloaded a packet, 
contact your enrollment advisor. They just want to have a conversation with you to make sure you know um, everything you need to know for this training, okay? And one more announcement, our, our uh, Reconnect, our marriage retreat, March 6th, 7th, and 8th, has only a few spots left. So if, you're, if that intrigues you, don't miss out. We are going to rev our marriages. So we're not just going to talk about healthy relationship. We're going to do healthy relationship. And I promise you, it's not churchy. It's not going to be, it's different. It's just different. Real life, real people doing it and loving a real God. So we're going to do this together. All right. All right. So swipe up, get all that information. And today's podcast is a replay episode. You guys, I've been traveling the last nine days. I needed some mercy. And this is one of our top 20 podcasts of all time, a revving the word from Luke 8. You're going to love it. Enjoy. Leave a review. I love to read those reviews. And I will read one on the air next week. And whoever I read is going to get a Love, Grace, and Fear package. All right, you guys, have a great day. Move your body. Love God. Get healthy, be whole, and love others. Talk to you later. Peace. Three, two, one, play. I could play the background. I could play the background. All right, easy feet. Happy feet. How about that? Yeah. So won't you take the lead? So right now, the best thing we could do is be grateful. It unlocks the gates of the kingdom. So just right now begin to stir up gratitude. Gratitude, what are you grateful for? It's usually how I start my prayers, like God, God thank you. Thank you that you are God and I am not. Thank you that you've saved me. Thank you that you called me by name. Thank you that I have a track record with you. Thank you that you forget the record of my past that would keep me from your goodness, your holiness, your purity. Thank you that you have forgiven me. Thank you that you're covering me on all sides. You're a good father. So go ahead and give you a few seconds here to give him your own personal thanks. Yeah, we love you, God. Thank you that we get to do this. Thank you. Everyone, look at your feet <laughs> or your hands. Whatever moves, say thank you. God, just how about for your breath? Thank you. So be here, Holy Spirit. Fill us. We want a filling today. We want more. Thank you that you never say we could be too greedy there. 
You would never accuse us of being too much or asking for too much of you. Thank you for more. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so content. I play the background like it's an instrument. Relax your shoulders. Engage your belly just a bit. Notice if your feet are striking the ground kind of heavy. If that's happening, lighten your feet. Little steps, smaller steps. Every day is so different. Every day. And it would be just like the enemy of our hearts to accuse us of not being as good as we once were. Yeah. We compare ourselves to ourselves. We compare ourselves to our better version of ourselves that doesn't, doesn't really exist physically. Every day. That's a chasing after the wind, Solomon would say. All right. Notice your core temperature's rising a little bit. What a gift. Right now, inside your skin, some really cool things are happening. Increased blood flow. activity, mitochondria, all dancing around. It's cool. It's just really cool that God designed our bodies. It's like a thumbprint of our spirituality. That when we push into resistance, a greater grace gets released. All right. Let's read together. We're gonna be in the Gospels because those are good stories. I've been stuck in the Gospels for a long time, but these stories, they never get old. They always teach us something. And if it's a story where Jesus spoke, I need to be listening. This is titled, A Sinful Woman Forgiven. Verse 36, one of the Pharisees asked him, being Jesus, to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. By the way, while I read, I'm gonna read slow enough. And I believe your mind will be open enough because your body is busy to it, it'll allow you to draw a picture to put yourself in the story see the the movie screen in your mind holy spirit take us with you all right i'll start it again one of the pharisees asked him jesus to eat with him and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. 
And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment. And standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wipe them with her hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Now when the Pharisees who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him. She is a sinner. And Jesus answered, saying to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. All you folks run my life. Verse 41. A certain money lender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more. Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you've judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss. From the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little and he said to her your sins are forgiven then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves who is this who even forgives sins and he said to the woman your faith has saved you Go in peace.
just going to let that sit with you for a bit because this is the word of the Lord. Your sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Let the heaviness fall off you. Your sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you, is saving you, will save you. Your faith covers you. Now go in peace. Live in peace. Run in peace. Speak peace. My peace. Not the world kind of peace. The peace that Christ gives you. For you have loved much. You've loved much. How's your heart? What's the Holy Spirit trying to plant into your heart right now? About this story and about the story the beautiful story that is you. All right, here's what we're gonna do now. We're gonna go back to the beginning of this story. So I wanted to get through the whole story, let it fall on you. It's kind of like reading the menu and going, okay, ooh, it all looks really good. Now we're gonna go back through the menu and see what's in each dish. See what we like, see what we don't like, right? Now remember, it's all good. And sometimes, I read the ingredients on a, on a menu and I go, Ugh, what's that? I've never heard of that before. I tend to not like what I've never heard before. Because I like to play it safe, right? Meanwhile, I'm saved. <laughs> it's funny how we, I feel like this whole thing, this whole passage is leading up to a salvation story, right? This woman's faith, her tenacity to pursue faith. I mean, think about it. She entered a Pharisee's home. I find in the Bible, it's always these gritty, 
bulldog, tenacious, desperate people that get great honor and they get healed. So don't lose your grit. Don't lose your hope. It's actually the key to your salvation. That's why you love much. You love much. You love much. All right. Back to the beginning. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. I love how agreeable Jesus is. Sure. A smoldering wick he will not put out. There were no closed doors for him. If people were coming to him, he let them approach. Even if their motives were disgusting, he wasn't going to be offended. He's reclining. He's reclining right now over everything that offends you. Everything that you feel is not right. He's reclined. He's not building a case. He already did that on the cross and it finished the case. The judgment is in salvation for the world for any whom shall come and behold a woman of the city basically saying a prostitute who was a sinner I love it too how <laughs> everyone knows she is. She's not trying to hide it. Sometimes I think it's easy for us to have an ugly heart with a beautiful exterior. Not this woman. Everyone knew. Everyone already labeled her dirty, disgusting. That's the woman of the city, the woman of the world. But she hears Jesus is at the house of this religious leader. She doesn't miss a beat. She must have run home to get this one thing. Most likely, it was a gift given to her by a gypsy lover. 
It was probably a gift given to her from the world for her worldly active lifestyle. And she saved it. It was probably her get out of jail card, right? Her freedom. If I ever get in so much trouble, I have this one precious thing. So I'll keep it for myself. But when she heard Jesus was reclining, she saw this as the ticket to get out of jail. And she runs home. which is probably a squalor. Rummages through all her worldly belongings. Finds this expensive bottle of perfume, most likely given to her by a lover. and brings it to Jesus. And standing behind him at his feet, weeping, <laughs> she began to wet his feet with her tears and wipe them with her hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. can't help but think that some of her tears must have been connected to the fear that she was about to lose everything. She was losing everything. Losing herself at the feet of love. She must have been tired, exhausted, and ready. All in. Right now, just let your breath, your sweat, your motives, your desires, the ugliest places of you. Put it at his feet, turn it over, surrender it. That's the first step to salvation. Stop fighting, stop running and hiding. Drop at his feet, love him much. Love him more than your desires. Make him the desire of your heart and he'll give you new desires. Ones that the world can't steal.
so good. Come on, just enjoy him for a bit. fun. He's so in love with you. Don't be afraid. Give him all your cherished things. Love much. Love with all. Verse 39. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him. For she is a sinner. <laughs> Alright. Cue up. Cue the antagonist. Cue the tension, because as soon as we start moving in the ways of righteousness, love, purity, freedom, faith, as soon it offends anyone who lives according to the flesh, anyone who lives according to the law. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law and grace takes it higher <laughs> and grace says if somebody strikes you give them the other cheek for in your weakness I'll give you the strength if someone asks for your coat give them your cloak too for in your lap, I'll be your everything. That's grace. It confronts any formula, any preconceived idea you have about love. It'll trump it. But remember, Jesus is calling us all higher. And it's this tension where we love people, love up, control down. We call people higher without calling them out. Right? 
Love covers multitudes of sin. I'm not here to shame anybody. I'm here to invite everyone home. And we're all busted up. We all only see in part. And all of us are giving up something, if not everything, to follow Jesus. Everything. I'm taking you to church now. Come on, everybody, open your <laughs> We're going gospel. He's worthy of the glory. He deserves so good. The Doing such a great job. I want you to see all your exhales. Carbon dioxide leaving. Through your sweat and through your breath. The impurities leave your body. <laughs> And with your mind set on Christ, all your inhalation becomes life. So Jesus goes on to say, hey, Simon, come here. I'm about to teach you something. And Simon says, Say it, teacher. Go ahead, teach. Teacher, teach. And he goes on to talk about these debtors who owed a moneylender. One owed them 500 and the other 50. And both are forgiven. Kind of a simple reasoning math question. Come on, y'all gotta come on, say, my Which of them would love more? Which of them is going to be more grateful? Well, of course, the one who owes more. Now, listen, none of us. Oh, a little. <laughs> right? Even this song is saying it. He deserves it. None of us owe just a little. We owe him our life. His blood for ours. His death for my life. His swallowing up sin. So I could live upright, free. I'm going to give you some time to let the Holy Spirit tell you how much He loves you. What you've been forgiven of. And what you're invited into. How about that?
Uh-huh. Much love. Give him a shout. Come on. Hey. Yeah. You're free. Forgiven and free. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Can we lift our hands together one time? My hallelujah belongs to you. Everybody, come on in concert and say it. So good. Turning toward the woman, Jesus said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. Listen, you have washed his feet with your tears. Each tear hits his feet and with your hair, which in Jewish culture, a woman's hair is not only her glory, but also covering. Your tears. Are reaping sheaves of joy. They are none wasted. None wasted. Sisters, brothers, all that you feel brokenhearted about, anxious about, when you bow it at his feet and release your anxiety, which is what tears are. It's proven that tears release stress because you're not made to carry it. You're not an orphan. And I have a feeling 
this woman of the city, she was an orphan. She was never loved. She looking for love. She was stressed. Under duress. Trying to find her value, her worth, her safety, her belonging, her purpose. As an orphan. And guess what? You'll never find it. That system is set up to lead you into despair, disappointment, depression. That system is fine if there's one, left, one less mouth to feed. But not in the Lord. He's saying, everybody, come home. The dinner bell is ringing. Come home. Recline. Eat. You're not an orphan anymore. I love you. Verse 45, you gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. She has not ceased to kiss my feet. Is that you? Is that you? From the moment that Jesus entered your heart, your life story, You haven't stopped kissing his feet day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And there are still barren places where your orphan mentality still works for its salvation. He sees you loving him. You have not ceased kissing his feet. Don't stop now. Something's about to break. But from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You guys, this is a linchpin verse. He's showing us the action to salvation. She has not ceased. She won't let up. This is our last song together, really working. Don't stop now. Holy Spirit, give us greater revelation of this love that we're not just loving some concept or idea, but that we're loving the actual life force of a living and loving God. He's tangibly here with us, for us. Where would we go now, right? Where are you gonna go now? That's the thing I love about. The enemy tries to entice us to leave and to be unbelieving believers. 
but where would we go? Do you remember your dead life before Jesus? Come, let us reason. Was any of that better than this? Let's repent and confess our pride right now. If I cannot love, I have forgotten who I am. If I cannot love, I have resurrected my orphan life. If I don't have joy, if I don't have peace, which is what Jesus' final words to her, the last word of this, peace, go in peace. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. In other words, you're no longer broken. You're whole. You're not lacking. You're rich. Therefore I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. For the rest of this song, I want you to say over and over these four words. For she loved much. If you're a brother, and I hope you are brothers listening here, for he loved much. And let it evoke in you who you are and what you were made for. For she loved much. Say it, move your feet, breathe it, say it, move your feet.
Jennifer, you love much. And we say to God, for you love much. And Dad says to us, you love much. And the dance continues. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Who is this who even forgives sins? But Jesus, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Your faith is saving you. Live in peace. Your faith will save you. Stay in peace. My peace I give to you, Jesus said. Not as the world can ever give you. Not as Netflix, not as a lover, not as a friend of the world can give you. My peace. And just as that song saying, it's his presence, you guys. My hope and prayer is that these times we spend together, it's all about you getting steeped in his presence and that it's, it is absolutely two things happen in his presence. You want to know? One, you fall down. <laughs> like, that's why we have to be still and be loved. Go listen to them. Sit in his presence and be still. It should get, you know you're in his presence when it's so thick you can't move. But the other action of being in his presence is this joy. This, I, I gotta run and tell somebody. I, I gotta, I, I can't help it. I have a response to give and I will respond. I will rise. Thank you guys. Well, there you go. That's what happens when you have no plan. I think I like it most. <laughs> Thanks for doing that with me. Uh, again, go get in on the wellness revelation. I'm going to have some stuff happening starting at the end of summer, beginning of August. I want you to be ready for that. So join us. We're going to have a big mission, a big movement happening in the month of August. And instructor training starts in August too. August is the month. We're going to pray around that between the release of the book and instructor training, another season, Platoon 19. If you're thinking about it, get over there because it'll be here before you know it. And I'm so grateful we get to do this crazy thing called life movement and stillness together. Have a great day. You're loved. Peace.